It's time for Wolverines Weekly. We sit down and recap the latest in WDC athletics. Let's hustle to it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Happy Saturday on Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. I'm CJ Baumgartner. Another week in the spring sports season is in the books, and your WDC head coaches are here to break it all down. We're going to talk with them next after the break on Wolverines Weekly. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly, and we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head track and field coach Mark Reynolds. And coach, just talk a little bit about how your team has been the last week. I know they had the uh, Park Region Conference meet earlier uh, this week. Yeah, we uh, Tuesday we hosted uh, the Park Region Conference meet, so that's always fun when we host a big meet at home, and uh, it was it was a good meet overall. Our girls ended up uh, uh, winning the meet, so that was the uh, um, two years in a row that they won the Park Region Conference meet, and uh, and the first two times in in school history that we won a conference title. So, uh, big uh, big accomplishment for the girls, and they they won uh, pretty handily by a little over forty points. Um, and uh, just had a a good all around meet. We scored scored uh, points and placed in the top six in a variety of events, whether it was throwing or uh, sprinting events, running events, uh, distance events, relays, um, our jumps, long and triple, pole vault, high jump, um, and our throwing events. So it was a good all around uh, performance overall, and um, you know, kind of a good stepping stone, you know, moving forward towards subsections and then the section meet. So, um, the boys, uh, we knew it was going to be a little bit tough. You know, we have, we have, uh, you know, eight to 10 really solid kids, but we don't have a lot of depth. And, uh, in a smaller meet like that, the park region conference is made up of seven teams. Um, um, and, you know, we, we, we struggle a little bit with, with the depth. We can score a lot of points with our with our main kids, but uh, after that we're, we're, we're going to struggle a little bit. So I think they ended up fourth out of seven, um, which, uh, you know, it was a pretty, fairly tight race with, with um, Pilger was kind of out out ahead, and then uh, Bertha Hugh of Erndale and Parker's Prairie and us were all kind of pretty close within about 10 points. So um, still a solid day, but we had a few performances that, you know, we kind of expected to do a little bit better than we did, and um, that's just the way things go sometimes and, you know, kind of um, get us, um, you know, refocused a little bit as we move forward and try to advance from the subsection of the section. And then, you know, we have some areas that we're hoping that we can uh, move from from – the section onto the state. So, but, um, you know, we had, we did have one real big performance there with, uh, Brady Domeyer. He, um, um, you know, has had a really good year pole vaulting for us all, all year, but, uh, he broke his own previous school record of, of 14 feet and he went, uh, 14, six on Tuesday, which is actually a, a park region conference record. So, yeah, and uh, you know, a, a big day for your team on, on both the boys and the girls' sides. The girls, uh, like you said, took home back-to-back conference titles. Was that something that they've been? Was that a goal for them all season long? Was to get to that point and be on top in the Park Region Conference? Yeah, that's uh, you know, I think that's a goal every year. We want to be in those top couple of teams, and we felt like you know our girls, our girls just have a really well-rounded um, uh, team, and uh, we can score points in every every area of track and field, and that that's important if you're going to win big big uh, 
uh, team meets and, um, you know, so that and true are the two big ones that we focus on every year at the beginning of the year. And, and, um, you know, true team was, was tough for both of our teams this year. We have a lot of depth in our section. Um, so, but, um, you know, the conference is then, then the next one. So it was, uh, a good accomplishment for them. Fun to see them get excited and get, get, um, you know, get focused for that. Brady Domeyer broke his own record, like you said, and set a park region conference record. Uh, coming into that day, or maybe just in the weeks leading up to it, was that something that uh, you or maybe he thought he could do coming into that meet? Yeah, you know, he's been vaulting really well lately. You know, he's hit 14 feet numerous times this year, so it's just kind of a matter of time, you know, before he starts hitting, you know, a little bit, gets a little bit higher here, a little bit higher there. You know, we had nice weather on uh, Tuesday, um, you know, 60s and breeze, and they had a decent little, decent tailwind, and, um, you know, he's got uh, he's got the right pole vault poles to to do what he needs to do right now and to continue to keep going higher. So it's, um, you know, it's just a matter of time before he bumps it up again. You know, we get good conditions and, you know, things kind of align. And, um, you know, he'll, he'll continue to progress, you know, even over the next three weeks. And now you guys are getting ready for the subsections and the section play and all, and all that stuff coming up uh, next week. Just for those who don't know, just give a little bit of timeline on just kind of how that works out uh, for the rest of kind of this playoff stretch. Well, Thursday, next Thursday, the 26th is the subsection, and so we'll we'll be able to you know bring a full team to that, um, and then from there you have to qualify for the section. So um, they they re redid our sections this year in subsection. So we have two subsections of 11 teams in our section. And uh, so from each subsection, you have to place in the top six individually or the top three for relays. And, um, and then those teams automatically advance to the section meet, which is in Pelican Rapids on uh, June 2nd. So, and uh, there's a few wild cards that will get in once they, once they get the results from both subsections. Then there's a few spots that some individuals will get in. I think there's four four extra individuals will get in and then uh two extra relays so um but uh you know we've got a lot of kids that are you know looking forward to that and you know some of them it's their goal to to qualify for the section some kids are looking to you know maybe they made the section last year and they're looking to you know get on the podium at the section meet um and then other kids that are you know they're 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 aiming you know for for the state meet um which would be the following week on the 9th and 10th of of June down at St. Michael Albertville High School and uh, and coaches, you guys are getting ready for uh, the subsections and the sections and all that coming up. Uh, how do you treat that in practice as you get ready? Are you kind of more loose, letting them kind of uh, uh, ease up a little bit at the end? Or are you trying to maybe push them to get a little bit more? How do you approach it, uh, you and your staff, with these kids? Yeah, it's, uh, well, I mean, it's a pretty serious time of year, I guess. Um, you know, we're kind of finishing up with some of our younger kids next week, our, our junior high and, and, and fifth and sixth graders will be, will be finishing up and we'll, we'll just have our varsity kids at practice. And, um, yeah, you know, we're trying to, um, you know, our workouts are, are going to be, are going to be fast. Um, you know, we're going to be training as fast as we can and, and, um, you know that's that's an important thing to to make sure that we're peaking at the right time for for our different you know different events um whether it's a, a sprinting or distance event or um you know and then making sure we get adequate rest with our kids and 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 they're they're keeping their priorities straight in terms of you know 
all the different things that are going going on at the end of the school year. We need to make sure that uh, you know track is still still high on their priority list, and 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 they're focused on you know their each individual goals you know for the end of the year. And now going into that subsection, and and after the performance they had on Tuesday at the Park Region Conference meet, both the boys and the girls, how confident are you as head coach that uh, Wadena Deer Creek can make a good showing in their subsection meet? Yeah, we're excited. You know, we've we've got a lot of kids that that have been there, um, you know, the section meet in the past, or maybe they were in the section or the subsection meet last year and they were close to qualifying for the section. So, uh, we, you know, we return a good crew of kids and, you know, our, our subsection is pretty tough. Um, you know, so it'll be, a it'll be a battle for sure. You know, teams like Purim and, and Staples and, and Pillager has a, has a lot of good kids and, uh, Long Prairie has some some good kids, so it'll definitely be a, a battle, you know, just to qualify for the section meet and uh, for some of our kids, and then some of the other kids are going to be, you know, they're kind of beyond that, but you got to kind of gra- keep them grounded that, you know, you you can't qualify for state at the subsection. You gotta you gotta take each step and 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 continue to move forward, and we don't want to get too far too far ahead of ourselves, you know, before we before we get anywhere. Um, so just got to continue to, you know, take it day by day and, and um, you know, we'll be, um, we'll be ready to go when the time comes. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head track and field coach Mark Reynolds. And, Coach, thanks for taking the time to stop in and talk about your team as you're getting ready for the subsections next week. Best of luck, and we'll recap it when we talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head baseball coach Kyle Dykoff. And, Coach, another busy week in the spring sports season. Just talk a little bit about how your team has uh, done over the last few days. Uh, it's been a good week. We picked up three W's in the conference. Uh, got one more today with OTC. So hopefully we can on a strong point and, and keep this thing rolling uh, so we're playing our best ball as we head into the final week of the season and into playoffs uh, going forward. And, uh, you know, another busy week as you guys uh, try and uh, pick up all these games and try and catch everything up towards the end of the season. Uh, how, how has your team been kind of holding together? How are the guys feeling with a, a lot of baseball in a lot of days? Well, I think we, we like the momentum that we've picked up here um, this week, and then hopefully um, we can continue that next week and, and have a good winning streak heading into playoffs. Um, Pieces have kind of fallen into place as far as where guys belong defensively and in our pitching rotation. We got a uh, a big no-hitter uh, start from um, Tyson Bartle this week against Parker's Prairie, which really led off the week uh, on a strong point and allows us to have more flexibility with guys pitching the rest of the week. So uh, we feel pretty good where we're at right now. And just talk a little bit about that start from Bartle and just what you liked out of him in in uh, that performance. Well, uh, he had the breaking ball working. Uh, he also found his changeup. He, he hadn't had a lot of confidence in his changeup, but he, he threw it a little bit uh, in that game and was able to get some outs with it. And when you have three pitches that you can throw for a strike, um, you're going to be pretty tough to beat. And he had it all working that day. And we, we also had some great defensive plays behind him. Brandon Wheeler made a nice diving stop at third. Uh, in the outfield, both Evan Lundy and Isaac Hammond had diving plays. And, and you need those plays to happen to have a no-hitter. It's it's not all in the pitcher. It's, it's the team defense that plays behind them to, to make those days happen.
And just talk a little bit about that defense. I know earlier in the season when you guys first started playing games, it was you, know, you kind of had to be a work in progress like every team with not a lot of time to get on the field beforehand. How do you like the progression of your team in the field so far this season? Yeah, I think we're playing a lot better defensively. Uh, we still have those innings where we all of a sudden uh, forget uh, what we're doing. Uh, but that's, that's high school baseball. You're going to have those innings, but if we can limit them and um, maybe just uh, one air instead of multiple airs in those bad innings so that we limit the damage as far as runs allowed, uh, we'll be fine there. And We had another ugly inning uh, last night against Sabika, but the other six innings uh, we looked uh, crisp and, and made all the plays that should be made. And I uh, just got to stay focused uh, on every pitch all game and for all 21 outs, and, and we'll be good to go. And that start from uh, Bartle earlier in the week, and, and the pitching has been good all season with with your arms, but just, uh, you know, when you get a start like that from a guy on, uh, it was a Monday game, and having got, you know, a lot of games and a lot of days, how important has that pitching depth been for your team this season? No, it was very important because it allowed us to have um, all of our depth going into the rest of the week, and and now we have uh, Peyton Rondes fed fresh to, to throw tonight. Haven't had to use him in earlier games this week because of the catapult that Bartle gave us early in the week. Um, and, and also a, a few guys in Peyton Church and potentially Josh Dykoff who are still um, available uh, for tonight's game with OTC. So uh, we're, we're sitting good uh, even with this being our fourth game of the week, and, and we like where we stand going into tonight's matchup. And now is your, you know, the playoffs are kind of around the corner here. Still got a little over a week left, but, uh, you know, how, what kind of things are you trying to tighten up with your team as you get closer to the postseason? Well, I guess uh, this guy's knowing their role and accepting where their role is at on this team, whether it's uh, defensively or offensively where, where they belong in the lineup. Uh, we're still looking for uh, a few guys towards the bottom of our lineup just to, to step up and be more consistent, uh, limit the strikeouts, and, and get a few more hits at the bottom of our lineup so that we can be tough one through nine instead of one through four or one through five. And and you mentioned that whether it's you know top of the top of the lineup, bottom of the lineup, uh, put, limiting the strikeouts. You know in ba- in Major League Baseball, the talk about strikeouts is a different conversation. But in high school ball, putting the ball in play is one of the most important things you can do at the plate, right? Yeah, it's part of the game with with the big guys uh, swinging for the fences. But here, um, most of our kids aren't going to uh, hit many home runs in a season, so it's vital that we we put the ball in play and, and give our offense a chance or give our guys a chance to get on base or maybe the the guys that can drive the ball and and put them in RBI situations where we can put up some runs. So uh, just limiting the strikeouts, especially with runners in scoring position. And I can't say that enough. It's so important to the game of baseball when when you have guys on second or third or or second and third, uh, just putting a ball in play gives us a chance to, to score a run where if we strike out, uh, the guy's not going to cross the plate. So those are important bats. You don't have to drive one. Just get it in play so somebody can score. All right, last question for you here, Coach. Uh, just give us a little bit of a timeline, uh, kind of uh, where you guys stand, how much more of the regular season you have left, and when uh, section play begins. Well, we have uh, five games remaining. Uh, we have a matchup with OTC today. Uh, next week we have 
uh, Staples. We have two with Tillager and then one game with St. Cloud Cathedral. Um, so we're, we're hoping to finish on a strong suit in those games, and then section starts the following week. Um, hope to get all of our pitchers just a, a little bit of work innings-wise next week so we're sharp uh, with no big layoffs headed into section. Uh, looking forward to the matchup with St. Cloud Cathedral. I know their record uh, definitely down this year, but they, they just beat a Foley team who is ranked uh, quite high in state and at the top of our section. So even though the record uh, is where it is, it's a very good baseball area and everybody top to bottom in that direction is going to be good. So we're looking forward to that matchup as kind of a set the tone for section playoffs uh, with the com- competition we're going to see and, and hopefully uh, we come out on top there and that kind of springboards us into the, the section playoff. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head baseball coach Kyle Dykoff. Coach, thanks for taking the time to talk about your team over the last week and we'll do it again next week. Sounds good. Thanks, CJ. There you go. There's your update on the Wolverine baseball team as they have one more week left to wrap up their regular season. Well, another Wolverine team had their season wrap up last week, or at least the regular season. We're going to talk with the Wadena Deer Creek softball team. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head softball coach Tracy Jack. And coach, just talk about how the last week has been for your team, the last full week of the regular season. We have had a jam-packed week um, with the rough weather earlier in the spring. A lot of games have gotten rescheduled. And this week we have seven games in five days. And um, it's been a long week, but but we're at the end of it here. Um, We had five conference games this week. So a doubleheader with Sabika, doubleheader with Pillager, and Last night we met up with Monaga, and then we had a non-conference game against Staples on Wednesday. Um, so just kind of dealing with with girls that are sore and hurt, uh, switching positions around to try to accommodate um, some holes with our injuries. Um, so it's been kind of a tough week. Um, we ended up splitting with Pillager, and then we walked away with the win against staples um but just the girls are kind of going through a lot of adversity with um being being on the run all week long in lots of games but we're rising to the challenge as they come and yeah weather has definitely uh, been a factor so far this season uh even on wednesday's game we had it on the super station we had a couple different weather delays and and just even on the days where it wasn't snowing we've had stuff going back and forth how have your players uh, kind of dealt with that and with all the games in as many days and just as you know, weird as the schedule has been oh you know it kind of uh puts puts um some difficulties in the flow of the game where on Wednesday we had four pitches and then there was lightning, so we had to wait 30 minutes um, and jump back on the field and start start the game with a 2-2 count. And as we got going again, uh, another lightning delay in there where we had great momentum both offensively and defensively. And then you sit for 30 minutes and uh, Staples actually went on a run and came back and had the lead on us for a little bit. They were up nine to seven. Um, but 
our girls were able to answer in the bottom of the sixth inning. And with some aggressive base running, we were able to come back and score nine runs in that bottom of the sixth to uh, get ahead um, 16 to nine and, and then shut them down in the top of the seventh. So we're able to come away with the win. And that's something I, I admire with these girls this season is that even if we're behind, they have the mentality to, um, keep their head in the game and, and they know that they have the capabilities to come back in a game and compete and win a game, even if they're behind. And, you know, you mentioned that mental toughness, and that probably plays a big factor, too, in the last week, like you said, having to, to switch different girls around and, and different positions. How do you think they've dealt with that? Um, everybody is willing to go where they need to go for the team, um, and that speaks volumes of the character of these players. Um, our senior, Jamie Bartle, is typically a third baseman, and she's been doing a lot of catching, um, and you don't hear a single complaint. She rises to the challenge and is is ready to go wherever the team needs her the most, um, kind of with some different injuries, too, with pitchers and catchers being out. Uh, Montana Carson, who's typically a pitcher infielder, has been playing some outfield, and you don't hear a complaint from anyone there they're ready to step up and help the team in whatever way it may be. So I'm pretty proud of the girls for having that mentality of a, of a true team player. And last week of the regular season uh, this week, and I know there are still some games wrapping up on the Saturday, so you guys aren't quite sure where you're going to go yet, but as your team is getting ready for the playoffs, what do you think's one area where uh, they're doing really well at right now, and what's one area that maybe you want to tighten up uh, just a little bit before that first game? I would say overall our base running has been um, pretty impressive this year. Our girls are on their toes, ready to take any extra bases that, that the defense um, might, might make an error on or just not be paying attention. And we're able to get extra bases, which in turn um, puts us in good position for, for scoring some extra runs. Um, to really, to really work on, we need to have our pitchers more focused, um, not giving up as many walks and making the other team hit the ball because our defense is ready to make the plays behind them. So just staying more focused to, um, hit the strike zone and not being give, being able to give up those extra bases. All right, and you touched on a little bit of some stuff you feel good about uh, your team heading into the playoffs. Coach, I'm going to give you the floor since next time we'll talk. You guys have already had a playoff game or two under your belts. Give me uh, your pitch. Stand on the soapbox and tell me why you think your uh, WDC Wolverines team can win a game or two and make a little run in the postseason. Um, This team definitely has the mentality to win. even when we get behind, they are not down and out. They are stepping up and making plays defensively and offensively. Um, we've very much seen the momentum game of it just takes one base runner. It just takes one hit to get the momentum going for us offensively. Um, so we really need to play that momentum game um, both offensively and defensively 
and just the the mentality of the team that we're never out of it. Um, that's really what's what's been the horse we've been riding this year. Um, so we're ready ready to step up to playoffs next week, whoever we may see on Tuesday, and uh, keep it rolling. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head softball coach Tracy Jack. Coach, thanks for taking the time to hop on the program. We'll chat next week, and best of luck as you guys begin section playoffs. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Didn't they like just start playing games just a week or two or three ago uh, for these spring sports teams? Dang, this season has gone by so, so fast. Well, best of luck to the Wadena Deer Creek softball team as they get ready for section playoffs next week. We're going to take a break, and when we come back on Wolverines Weekly, we are going to talk with Wadena Deer Creek head boys golf coach Scott Woods and head girls coach Kevin Ross when we return on Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly, and we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys golf coach Scott Woods. And coach, just talk about how the last week has been for your team. Uh, things have gone well. We've had, uh, let's see, this last week we had a couple things. We had a mid-state conference meet. We just do that once a year um, where that ends up being kind of the, the what the true mid-state would be, where it's um, Detroit Lakes, Pequot Lakes. Um, I've got to think through all the teams that are there, Park Rapids. Um, I'm going to think who I'm missing there. Anyways, I'd go through the, I don't have the whole list in front of me, sorry. But anyways, that's kind of our, you know, we do that once a year where you get a chance just to be all conference in that day. And we didn't have anybody make it. We didn't probably play our best there. We haven't played the DL course in a long time. Conditions were tough. I mean, the greens were extremely fast. Uh, we just haven't seen that this year. Um, so we didn't do our, probably our, our put up our best performance, but it was still a good experience. Uh, Staples Motley would be another team that would be there. Um, and then we also have what well, we do all year long, and we just had this yesterday, uh, or on Thursday, I guess it would be, we call it our mid-men, and that's our main conference. So we go to all five places uh, as we do that each year. So we host, Pine River hosts, Crosby, Ironton, Aiken hosts once, Pequot Lakes hosts once, and Staples Motley. So between the five schools, you go to each one, we keep a running record, uh, the team champion, and you count four of five scores. So the team champion ended up being Pequot Lakes. They've had a really good year. Uh, their top golfers going on in Division One scholarship. So we've got some good depth in that conference. Um, at the end of those five meets, we also do seven individual awards that are all conference. And we did end up with one. Cole Woods ended up in fourth place. And again, so he was named all conference on Thursday. So that was a nice accomplishment for him. And then as far as the week goes as well, you know, again, as a team, having so many new golfers, I've said many times, we don't place real high as a, you know, as a group, but it's been really fun to see the improvement. We've had lots of guys that, you know, at mid-state, Cole Berglund's a senior. He had his best. He got to a 97, you know, for a newer golfer. That's a really nice score. Um, yesterday, on Thursday, uh, Phil Ross, who just, Philip Ross, who just came out for golf this year, has kind of been around golf, but. Um, has just gotten into it and shot his best score. Jagger Pettit had his best score. Uh, let's see a couple. Uh, I guess that was last week. Same with Aiden Allred. Um, it's been fun to see Isaac Christensen's been really consistent for us. It's, he's just kind of had the same scores steady um, and a shot too lower. 
um, had one of his best scores. I guess that was last week as well, but just to get some of those kids' names in there that, that have done a really nice job. So overall on the varsity end, we, we had a nice week. Yeah, and, and you mentioned that a lot of the a lot of these kids are starting to play their best golf towards the end of the season, and you know obviously that's where everybody wants to be. But it was a tough spot with the weather, and like you said, a lot of new golfers. So what does it mean to be able to see so many kids starting to really take that next step and really kind of start yeah, developing? Yeah, so it's you know I mean it, it's one of those things where that's what you want. You want to play your best later on. And, and the other thing we we talked about earlier in the season is that we have you know we have enough guys that we've been doing JV you know so basically we have varsity meets we have JV it would kind of be like your next six and then we have what we call like a junior high mid level so that can be anywhere from even sixth graders sixth seventh graders can do that up to you know tenth grade um, so we've had some of those as well too so it's been fun for those kids to get out we did have a couple of those mid level ones uh, last week and I guess we didn't get a chance to talk about that but that was fun just to see the kids compete. Um, like what we did with one of ours is we had Purim come over and we basically just call it a duel. You just kind of put them in groups and they go out and play and kind of see who can put up a good score. And then again, the, the JV meets where it's very much like a varsity meet where you have six players go and you count your four best scores. And and it's been nice to see. We've had guys competing in that. And most of those JV meets, um, we've kind of had a consistent group where Nick Wright has gone, Bradley Motes. Um, let's see. Broden Vitito, Lance Kaufman, um, and it's kind of rotated. Oh, I guess for the most part, then we've also had Trevin Kern. So we've had kind of a consistent group there as well that's got a chance to go. And, and each of them has, you know, been up and down a little bit, but they've each put up some nice scores as well and and kind of developing, working into that next stage for varsity next year where we've got um, three seniors that play regular varsity. So we've definitely got some spots where guys are trying to improve and work their way into and and you mentioned that of having some spots open up next season. And the great thing about what you were saying earlier is you have the kids and you have the ability now to kind of start to develop that for next season, developing yeah, that yeah, program a little nice. bit. Yeah, it's really helped. And it's helped having another, you know, again, having more coaches has, has made it better. It's just given more opportunities for kids. And it's kind of nice. You know, it, it leads us into the end of the season as we, uh, this coming Monday, we have a varsity and a JV meet. Tuesday, we have a JV meet. Uh, That'll lead us into Thursday, what we kind of do for a fun, uh, kind of a more an informal banquet type thing. We do like a little scramble with the kids and we get them, you know, do a little pizza party and any awards and stuff we'd have that day. So that's already coming up on the 26th. And then that basically just leaves us, you know, varsity on the 31st. We have one more meet. And, um, you know, next week we can talk about some of those things leading into sections, which will be when school's out like June 6th and 7th. So we're winding down fast, but we're still getting the kids some more uh, competition here with another week or so to go of, of kind of regular season with everybody. And then again, after that, like I said, as far as golf goes, kind of what you do then is, is it's kind of nice because it, it becomes basically optional for the non-varsity kids, um, but they still have the opportunity to go. It's not like the season, you know, with winter sports where it kind of just comes to an end. They still have the opportunity to come out to the golf course and, and, they can come out and practice on their own and, and, or we're there to help them. Um, we just kind of officially end kind of JV junior high and the bus rides out there. So it's winding down fast. Yeah. And is there any, as you get towards that end of the year, like you said, some kids are winding down, some kids are getting ready for playoffs. How are, how are you guys as a coaching staff? What is kind of some of the things you do in these practices in the last week to couple weeks, just to kind of get them off to the end of the year on a high note? Yeah, I don't, not, kind of a variety of things, you know, I mean, we tend to be more in the beginning where we spend a lot of time on the range and, and putting greens and chipping and, 
And typically then as the year goes on, we actually let them play a little bit more, kind of to end the year with, hey, we're having some fun. We've worked on some skills. Let's just go out and play and kind of give them that excitement to come back. And I would say, honestly, this year we've probably done less drills and stuff than I've probably ever done as a coach just because the weather had started so late. By the time we got out there, you know, especially with a lot of new guys, we want them to have fun with it too. We don't want to drill them to death. And, and uh, you know, I think it's that fine line of how do you do that when you have such a short season. But I would say typically – you'd start early in the year with lots of different drills and stuff, and then eventually progress to getting them out on the course. And so these last few weeks, we're, we're kind of trying to make it where they get an opportunity to play a little bit more, but we're either we go out and play with them or we're available to say, come on down. If you need some work on chipping or putting or whatever it is that you're struggling with, let's work on it. So especially with another coach, it gives them that opportunity to, to have more than one option. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys golf coach Scott Woods. And, Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to hop on the program and give us an update on your team, and we'll talk about it again next week. Okay, sounds good. Thanks a lot. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we are talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls golf coach Kevin Ross. And, Coach, just talk about uh, your team and what they've been doing the last week. Oh, yeah, this week we've uh, had some uh, mid-level – Kind of JV, JV meets. Um, we were at uh, Monday. We were at DL for the Mid State, and girls did fine. I mean, there it's a new course, a lot of blind shots, so scores were a little higher. Um, Emma shot really well again. Um, she had I think a 102. So, but the girls they've been practicing and with the off and on rain and stuff like that. So. We're pretty good mutters. Yeah, and uh, and you know you mentioned getting to go to that JV meet, and, and uh, you know I guess when they when they go to these meets, obviously they're getting their kind of first taste. When you're as a coach and uh, they're at these things, what are you looking for uh, out of your golfers? You know, at, at this point, I mean, you're just striving for you know more consistent hits. You know, try to hit it in the try to hit it in the air every time and improve on the little things, you know, the short game and things like that. And, um, and it takes, you know, as first year, basically program, you know, that the improvement will be, especially with this spring will be over the summer. So if they want to want to commit to it and play two, three times a week and hit balls, get better then then you'll really see it the next, next spring. And, and Coach, just as the season kind of winds down here, give me a little bit of a, a timeline of just what you guys have left for this season. Um, we have the mid-level just finished up yesterday. We had a nice little scramble with candy and stuff over at Staples, so girls had a good time then. Um, Tuesday we are in St. Cloud at Wapakata for St. Cloud Cathedral meet um, for the varsity. And... We'll have our little year-end party for most of them next week. Um, the varsity will obviously continue to practice, but then our first day of section is in Sartell on June 6th. So if anybody makes it through the first day, then we will be there June 7th. All right, and is there any kind of ramp-up process towards that end of the season, or at this point in the year you guys just kind of just keep trying to improve on the little things and just kind of whatever right, happens yeah, in sections? Just, I mean, it's it's a lifelong game, so you're, 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 you're ever improving all the time. So it's, you know, I'll give them things to work on. If, I mean, if 
if they tell me, hey, we're gonna we're gonna play this summer, well, I'm I'm here almost every day, so I can I can uh, you know give them things to work on, and you know it's just a matter of playing a lot of holes, you know, hitting the balls, playing a lot of holes. All right, and, and last question for you, Coach. Uh, just talk about, uh, with your girls, just talk about what's one area this week you've really kind of liked from them. What have you been seeing uh, that you've thought they've done um, really well? I, I just think it's, you know, the girls that are here every day, um, hats off to them. Um, it's a lot, got a lot going on when we're, you know, gone three days a week or whatever and all the schoolwork, but they're still here. They're they're practicing every day. They're want, they want to be here, so. And that's that's what you want. I mean, if if you can get them to want to be here, then they're going to get better no matter what they're going to do. So, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls golf coach Kevin Ross. Coach, thanks for taking the time to jump on the program and talk about how your team has sure. been. And thank you. We'll do this again next week. That'll wrap up our show for today. If you missed any of it, you can check it all on WadenaRadio.com. Until next week, I'm CJ Baumgartner for Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. We'll see you next time. On November 13th, it's the dawning of a new era when the NFL debuts in Germany, live on NFL Network. Brady and the Bucks. Touchdown, Tampa Bay! DK and the Seahawks. Put the ball up, making a catch! Wake up and watch with the world. It's Sunday morning football, live from Munich. Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna.